Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends and partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And, uh, and boys, we have, uh, we have come to the end of a long journey. Uh, that is our journey with Noah Events Venues. Um, so hard to say goodbye, man. Hard to say goodbye. They're packing their stuff up uh, here at Happy Ramp Corporate and moving out. But moving in is an old friend, Pipe, um, an old friend of the program, an old ethnic exotic friend named Hector Ligaris. Uh, who That's I- the whitest way to describe anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the only people who use the term ethnic are like sociologists and white people. Dude, I'm the worst, though. As we discussed last week, I am a, a middle-aged, white, heterosexual Baptist devil. Everything in the world is my fault. So, uh, so I, I, I've just leaned into that. Um, I've leaned into it a little bit, but no, I love Hector Ligaris. All kidding aside, uh, Ligaris Roasters Coffee is all I drink in my home. It was, it's all I would ever drink. And uh, Piper, they have a little holiday promo running right now, don't they? They do, uh, and it's for all of our listeners. Uh, so if you just use the code HAPPY20 at checkout, so you go to LigarisRoasters.com, search around their delightful roasts, their tea blends, all of it. If you use the code HAPPY20, you will get a 20% off discount your entire purchase. So um, this sounds to me like an opportunity to have a very Merry Christmas and to give a very Merry Christmas to everybody who loves coffee and tea in your life. Um, And I think they're basically running it for the month of December or until they decide not to run it anymore thereafter. So they, they could extend it, but jump on it quick so you get your stuff in time for Christmas. They're Super prompt shipping everything out. I just ordered two bags yesterday, and I can't wait for them to come in because I'm in that – I didn't time my order right, so I ran out of Ligaris Roasters before Ooh. I got my next round. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Um, Pipe, we're so, so sorry. I'm, so I'm drinking yeah, hard, Seattle's man. Best, oh. and I will tell you this. Seattle's Best does not hold a candle to Ligaris's worst. Exactly. So uh, – Yes, order this, not the grocery store garbage that I'm currently drinking, which is just disappointing. But what are we animals? Are we savages? I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, goodness be- sakes. It's, I mean, we've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle as a result of this. Right. Experiment. I mean, you get into this podcasting game, it raises the threshold of your of your expectations of what you what you'll tolerate in your mug, and I can barely tolerate the swill that is coming out of my my French press today. Boys, this lifestyle is excessive. I, I can't. I could never go back. So I, ho- I hope this trajectory continues as it has been. And and speaking of things that are excessive and decadent, um, and interesting trajectories, I need to get an update and a check in from uh, no longer Ronnie Tarmac. Uh, for this month, he is now Father Christmas. Um, Ronnie's proverbial plane has landed in Ashland, Ohio, which he is making his home for the next month. But to be fair, it's really more of his sleigh landing there, given, it's his given sleigh. who he has become. And to be fair, too, I mean, just to be accurate and correct in our reporting, it is actually his home. Like, it's where his tax returns get mailed to, but uh, <laughs> often he is not there. Uh, but he is there for the month of December. And, Piper, you mentioned that um, Ron has been really active and really prolific on social media, just kind of archiving uh, each and every nook and cranny of his uh, Christmas decorating. So... I want us to talk about that. So I want to I want to get an update from Ron. I want to know um, how the decisions are made as to what gets photographed, what gets posted, how it makes you feel, uh, etc. So so big R, I 
I'm envisioning you like in an actual gingerbread house right now, mm-hmm. in a, like in a gingerbread studio um, as we record. So why don't you t- talk us through where you're at? Although if I was on social, I could probably just see everything, you know, there. But uh, t- talk us through that whole thing, baby. Well, baby, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the shout, the Father yeah. Christmas shout. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole thing starts for us on Wednesday before Thanksgiving where we mm-hmm. start, uh, you know, we, we put up, we put on the music. Yeah. We start thinking about what life's going to be like on Friday when Thanksgiving mm. is over. We can finally start thinking about uh, the holiday we've been waiting all year for, which, of mm. course, is, uh, mm. is Christmas. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a picture right now of where I'm sitting to give you a literal glimpse of exactly what you just described. And you can describe it for our listeners right now. Three, two, one. Okay. Um, so, I mean, guys, there's a, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Christmas trees. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of gingerbread. Mm-hmm. There's what a is lot it? of wait wait wait. Hold up. A lot is a sliding scale. So a lot of Christmas trees for me is more than one. Yeah. So I need absolutely. to know what your scale of a lot is because that's you know that's not a hard number. Well, I'm in the kitchen right now and I'm currently looking at four. So, so I don't know if that's in, a lot. In, I don't know if four kitchen. is a lot or not in my kitchen. Yeah, I have three mini ones in the corner and then I have sort of a tall. One up on the uh, like the, the the kitchen island that just is sort of you know holding holding ground up there because it's usually where I'm at, which is on the kitchen table, and, and I had to move it to the uh, mm. the island. Mm. So, and I just I just sent you guys uh, some of uh, some of Big M's baking, baby. Now um, those don't yeah, look they... like they're on the whole thirty. Like unless those are like kale Christmas cookies. Like I, I'm not sure you're going to be able you to guys eat gotta that. You guys got to understand something, man. I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff in December. I, it's you all, put that on a little hiatus for December. I mean, it is all sugar. It is all pastries. Mm, it's all yeah, bacon. These, so for the listeners, this is a, this is a picture of a, like a cooling grate with beautifully decorated Christmas star cookies frosted with, I don't know. I don't know what flavor it is. I mean, it, it could be, I'm guessing, some sort of a buttercream kind of thing, lightly sprinkled with, uh, I see red and white sprinkles. There might be some pale green on there. Um, mm. And then and then there's, on the background, there is a shelf with, you know, just sort of v- very farmhouse decorative kind of stuff. So that's, this is what Ronnie is staring at while he's talking about all this. So he's very much in the mood. Mm. I'm in the mood mm. and I'm in the mode because we transform the house on Friday, which is tree day. So it's a Christmas wonderland because I, mm. I I can't I can't live anywhere else in the month now, of December. Now, baby, I mean, can you, you know. can you talk me through like how you decide what to post on social? So you're in the Christmas wonderland. It's it's clearly not quite magical enough just to be there and not to like post pictures of it. So how do you, how do you decide what gets posted and what gets just sort of kept like private? Boys, that's just completely it's just completely organic. I mean, I don't know. I'll just be caught Maybe up. That on feels unlike, like the cake, unlike the cake and cookies, the the posts are organic. They're completely. I mean, I'll just I'll be I'll be caught up in something. In, mm. you know, I'll be sitting there with a piece of cake. I'll be sitting there with one of my Christmas mugs, and I just feel like I need to share this. Mm. And mm. so I, I what I kind of feedback something. are you getting on it? Like what 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 do people say? Okay, so my favorite one so far was was believe it or not, boys, was Trogs. Yeah. Trogs wrote me, and he literally said, "Dude." Oh. This has got to stop. 
Oh, he wrote you? I thought I thought he could just like open his window and shout that to you by, by this point. <laughs> no, that's coming. Okay. That's coming. No, that's no, he's he's he is showing up on December twenty third in his motorhome and he's about to start emptying emptying the the sewage into your uh, Dude, he's, he's gonna, gonna be wearing he's gonna be straight up Chevy Chase. He's, he's gonna be wearing a white Chevy sweater chasing. and a green dicky underneath it, a green turtleneck. Cousin, cousin Eddie Trogues will be showing up oh, in um what, twenty seven days? Yeah. Yeah. I mean he kinda you know, he kinda dresses like that. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. He, Dude, really? he kinda has a little bit of that vibe yeah a little bit of cousin yeah. eddie vibe he has a little bit of that vibe interesting yeah. does he have uh uncomfortably tight polyester pants to wear for nicer occasions like cousin eddie he's not that cool pipe let me just say that <laughs> he's not that cool Dude, but, describe, um, describe trogue's fashion aesthetic and then i have a i have a business question to lay on you trogue's i mean he's not really a fashionista you know what yeah. i mean trogue's is yeah. like he's he's just like I don't know. That's, what the, un, of, that's the understatement of 2018, <laughs> by the way. Let's just yeah, let, yeah. let's let that one. I sit mean, there's for a nothing moment. remarkable about anything that Trogues wears. Like I hung out with him that <laughs> two days or three days he was in Ashtown, and there was just, I mean, honestly, if I would have blinked my eyes, I would have thought that he was just another, you know, Ashtown resident. Dude, so he's not like North Face guy. He's not like hikey bikey, you know, outdoorsman guy. He's not. He's not like full on Nashville hipster. So like none of those kind of tidy categories that we're used no, to. None no, nothing. In fact, and what was remarkable to me, it was it was starting to get a little chilly when he was here. Yeah. And and dude is like, I mean, homeboy is just like, he's wearing a t-shirt, like, like just wow. doesn't care, like totally unaffected. Dude, so he's not like sporto but, guy either? Has he gotten all his like Cleveland Browns and Ohio State gear? Now no, man, there was no, there was no sports stuff. It was just mm. a t-shirt, moderately ill-fitting jeans okay. and like, like just like sneakers. Interesting, yeah. dude. That works. And I say sneakers that sounds because like they look every, like sneakers. That sounds like every Midwestern dad I've ever known. I think he was pretty Midwestern dad. I think he was pretty MD, if it, I'm not going to be honest. It was MD. I Midwestern love it. dad. I love Stephen it. Stephen Trogi, MD. That sounds yeah, like yeah. a TV show. Yeah, not dude. medical doctor, Midwestern dad. Now, baby, as you think about your Christmas life, which, because of the miracle of social media, has become sort of a public life, um, is there is there space and Piper? I want you to chime in on this first because you're the you're the kind of book industry guy in the room. Um, do you think there's space, Pipe, for like an evangelical Christmas guy? Do you think Ron's wheelhouse could be like kind of reformed evangelical Chris, like the Christmas guy, in the same way that like uh, I don't know, Louis Giglio is the guy that looks like he shops at Forever Twenty One and and like. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, the, the guy we always and make- da- David David Platt is like sacrificed the the fish crackers for missions. Yeah, guy Platt is like and- be miserable for Jesus guy. Like, do you think Ron could be Christmas guy? Is is, is that a category that could work um, I, for our boy? Th- there's a there's a market tension there because uh, I think he would have to set aside. I don't think you could pull that off in the evangelical world very neatly. Because mm. because we have we have strong guilt feelings about the commercialization of Christmas. Now, granted, we all spend seven trillion dollars on Christmas, dude. Right, but you have but, to be conflicted about it. You can't enjoy right, it. But we we have to feel at least low grade guilt about doing so. For sure, um, it's true. So I'm not sure that we could just wholeheartedly embrace like the the, the Christmas guy. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I what I do see for Ron is a killer side hustle as as like. Christmas decoration suggestion Pinterest yeah. uh, guy who, you know, you could, if somebody sent you a photo of their living room, you could just send them like seven quick pointers and charge them $300 for it. Dude, he could be, he could be like the Noah's events venues of like Christmas decorating in that Ron could. Yeah. I mean, 
Dude, you wouldn't he would, even have to go to their place. You just like, hey, upload five photos of this room from different angles, and I will tell you how to turn it into a Christmas wonderland. Well, yeah, because you know our boy hates to travel and get on an airplane. Baby, you could, you, could be, you could be traveling the whole month. Like, Why can't I just be the Christmas guy? Why, I mean, what? That's what this whole same, conversation is about. In the same way that Jay Pipe is the glory guy. I yeah. mean, in the same way that Keller is the the Manhattan, you know, turtleneck, love the city guy. guy, yeah, turtleneck. I mean, guy. why, you know, yeah. why, like, why can't, why can't I be the Christmas guy? Like, I like, mean, I think the- about that all the time, and I don't disagree with Pipe. I think that there's too many preventative Baby. things out there that are are, are preventing how me many- from do that. How many years ago was it that you started thinking of this as a career move? Because I know you've thought of it. I know literally you maybe like, twenty five maybe twenty five years ago. Oh, okay, so it was it was like way predates like us meeting each other. And, the and internet, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, it predates the internet. I mean, I've thought about where can I find my niche as just the the all thing. All I want to do is write Christmas books. All I want to do is experience Christmas all year round in some mm. particular form. And I, I and I want to be so. In other words, like Christmas only comes once a year, but I've been I want to be working towards it all the other months. Baby, can you can you quantify why it's so magical for you? Because I, I think Pipe and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, like I think we enjoy Christmas. Like Christmas is it's better than fine, you know. Like it's a, it's a nice time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do look forward to it. I enjoy it, but it's not like anywhere close to sort of magical for me. Um, how has it how has it become that for you? Slash, how has it how have you retained that sort of magical outlook on on christmas when the rest of us tend to to sort of not do that i don't know i think part of it is i mean we're getting a little serious here yeah no we're getting a little uh, reform podcast right now but um, by all means it's uh i think it's just because i i tend to be very nostalgic and Mm -hmm. so when my mind goes to the past those are always the memories that come up are Mm. are the christmas memories and those Mm. those were like good times in the childhood Yep. And so now whenever this time comes around, it just it's like a flood of all those memories coming back. And mm. it just seems like everything is right in the world when Christmas mm. is happening in the world. So do you have the do you have the ability then to like and I, I think this is part of my problem vis-a-vis Christmas and Piper, I want to hear your take on this, too. So, like, I'm not a very good compartmentalizer such that. Like if I have something at work that I'm worried about or like a project that I have to do, like I can't just like wholesale forget about it during Christmas. But you strike me as like in order to enjoy Christmas at the level at which you enjoy it, you must be a good compartmentalizer. Do you like, know what's so funny about that? Yeah, even if no, work sucks, great... you can totally unplug it. No, that's a great question, Big T. And here's the deal. Like I su- – this is all serious stuff. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I super struggle with that. Really? So – so the fight for me every year as I've gotten older is not letting all of those other things mm. creep in to kill yeah. Christmas. Yeah, because they, they can. They, well, they can, and they yeah. and they tend to at different parts of the season for me. Yeah. You know, if I'm too overwhelmed with a particular like thing or a situation. Yeah. Um, and so like that, that's always what I'm like. That's always like the <clears throat> angst for me with Christmas yeah. is that trying yeah. to protect like yeah. the beauty and the magic and the nostalgia of it. And dude, it just gets harder as you get older. I mean, yeah. that's just the reality of it. So like no, it totally I'm does. fighting all during the season. Like I'm just fighting. And yeah. so like, I guess creating sort of like the magic around it as thickly as I try to create it. It's almost yeah. like I'm trying to like create as many sort of as, as much padding as I can. So that those other you, things can't you're creep You're insulating in yourself with Christmas from all of the rest of the, crap all the Christmas destroyers. Yes. Mm. 
Dude, so when does, when does Trogues arrive with his family? Like when? when uh, yeah, tomorrow. The 20th, 21st, <laughs> tomorrow? Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't I love know. it, baby. It, love it'll, it. Be, it'll be a Christmas surprise. It'll, he'll, he'll roll into town with a caravan just like the wise men did. Dude, can I have the movie rights to that, by the way? Can, I, can I write that script? As long as I can do the soundtrack. Oh, of course, baby. Na- of National course. Lampoon already did. Sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That would be hard to top. So if we were casting a Christmas movie about Ron's life and about Trogues, like, intruding on, on Ron's ideal Christmas, like, who would play both guys, Piper? Who would play mm. Ron and who would play Trogues? Mm. Mm. Uh, Trogues could be played by... Oh, what is the SNL guy? Bill uh, Bill Hader. Yeah. Interesting. Actually, I've got an and, SNL guy for Ron, too. Oh, really? Fred Armisen. I think they look alike. Wow. That's, that's Ronnie's really, way cooler than Fred Armisen, though. Like, Ar- Armisen is... Dude, no, but like Portlandia Armisen, you know? Portlandia yeah, hipster Yeah, but he's Armisen. still like... He like owns nerdhood, and Ron rises above nerdhood. He's no, not, no, yeah. Ron is not nerdy in the slightest. Somebody just told me I look... Somebody just sent me a picture of Ty Dolla Sign and said I look just like him. Guys, I don't know who that? that is. Who is that? He's like... He's a rapper. You can you can Google him right now. How do I spell that name? It's Ty, T-Y, Dollar, D-O-L-L-A. Oh, there it is. It auto-filled for me. Ty, yeah, you you do kind of look like him, a little bit. Different now, hair. Let's but. see who who would play Ronnie. Um, our listeners are going to have a thousand suggestions on this because because they've sent us suggestions on who Ronnie looks like before, and I can't remember who they are. Um, trying to think of sort of a. I get a lot of Jimmy Fallon comparisons, so I might. That, that's. That yeah, but is. he's like manically happy, and you're you're not. I mean, he's much more Buddy the Elf than you. If, <laughs> if Jimmy Fallon, if Jimmy Fallon was to, to was to be in a Christmas movie, he would be an elf. No, no question. Um, let's see. I like Jude Law doing an American accent would be you. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. so like Jude Law and Bill Hader. That's who I. That's who I'm going with. Dude, what about wow. Rain Wilson as Trogues? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What about Rain Wilson as Trogues, and then and then uh, either Michael Scott or Jim Howard or Jim Halpert as uh, as Ron? You know, just kind of John her. John John Krasinski could he? You know, he's he's not quite uh, he's not quite like he still has too much of a baby face to be he Ron. Does, yeah, um, but he's he's getting there because he started to do like the bearded. He's doing more mature things, like he's growing up in, in front yeah. of our eyes from no, Jim Halpert it. into I know it. You know, really creative films guy. So I he's a few years away, but I. I Rain Wilson is an interesting call. I'm uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that too. I would love to see that play. I'm intrigued by it. I'm in tr- I'm intrigued by it. I'll uh, I'll have my agent put the finishing touches on the uh, on the movie rights to that, and we'll uh, we'll definitely keep you guys posted as that project. What would what would we uh, what would we title this movie? Um. Wow, that's good. What uh What street do you live on there in A Town, Big R? You probably don't want to divulge that. I was gonna say Miracle on on you know whatever street. The miracle being yeah. the Trogues, Center Trogues Street, miracle on miracle Center on Center Street. Street. I was I was trying to think of something with the word neighbor in it, but that always sounds like a horror film, you yeah. know, like the the, the crazy. I mean, and yeah. you know, we could slant it that way, but um, I don't I don't think that's the angle we were going with for a, a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, mm. Mm. dude. It's we'll a, have to work. We'll have to work on that one. It's a less wonderful life. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it it was a wonderful. No, life. yeah, it was a wonderful. It's a life. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> it's a life shrug. Yeah, just it's life. a life shrug. Yeah, <laughs> or just it's it's life. Life happens. Yeah, just yeah. uh, 
And just Ronnie in like a Christmas sweater, like shrugging on the cover. I love it. <laughs> we could just mine his Instagram for a movie poster, Piper. That'll that'll be enough. And by we, I mean you. Um, boys, the end of the year brings with it a lot of things in addition to Christmas. Um, one of the things that it brings with it is the uh, just proliferation of arrogant people on the internet uh, sharing their book lists, i.e. lists of all the books that they read. Uh, in the past year, kind of thinly veiled as a, you know, this is a top 10 or this is a ranking or these are books you need to read. Um, what do you guys think or, of that? Or here are my Amazon affiliate links. Please buy these so <laughs> I can make 12 cents a book. Yeah, yeah. so I can make $20, you know. Yeah, what, what do you guys think of this practice, the the book list thing? How does that strike you? Well, I, I have a confession to make, and yeah. that is uh, in my earlier blogging days, so it's been a few years, um, I did participate in this. Sure. It, and I think just because I was sort of riding the wave of this is what you do with the blog, it's also like the easiest post to come up with yeah, because yeah. you already did all the work and then you're just listing things and being like, this is a great book by yeah. pick your favorite fill in the blank. And, uh, but, but I felt very, I mean, it was, it felt very gross afterwards. It's a little bit like retweeting a compliment, you know, you do it once and then you're like, Oh, that's why I shouldn't do this. That was yeah. a poor choice. So, um, yeah, I, I have done this and I, my thing is, it like if you like a book, recommend it when you like it. Yeah. So I like getting book recommendations from people online. You know, when people are like, I'm reading this book by so-and-so. It's fantastic. I like that. That's helpful. Yeah. But the year-end one is like a compilation of accomplishments. It's much more of a list of accomplishments than it is a list of books. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a list of braggadocio. Like, what do you mean? Not, like, accomplishment? Like, I read this book. Like, yeah, look at like, what I've done. Look, Look at my intellectual prowess. That's what that that's what that list is. Whereas if you just are recommending a book, you know, I'm reading Hillbilly Elegy or whatever, that's circa twenty eight just twenty seventeen, I mean, then uh, then you're just you're just saying you like something. That's that's a good use of the internet. Bragging about all of the things that you have accomplished, that's a bad use of the internet. Dude, what, in are, my, what if that's the list opinion. we put out? What what if these a, are all the things I accomplished? Yeah, as a group we just put out a list of all the things we accomplished. <laughs> And like mine would have short, like it'd be, it'd be a short list for me, but yeah. Like I got a chainsaw this year. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> That's right. I just I just bought a new TV on Black Friday. Does that count as an accomplishment? Yeah. I found not? a huge TV in a ditch. I told you guys that story, right? <laughs> you told me that story. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. Dude, no. I was I was out for a jog, man, and and there was this huge Vizio flat. That's screen an accomplishment. Television. You went jogging. There Dude, you yeah, go. I went jogging. Yeah, the one time. But uh, but yeah, I looked in this ditch. Not in front of anybody's house, just in front of like the woods. And uh, there was a huge Vizio flat screen TV with no no power cord, no remote. Um, so I dragged it in the house and I bought a power cord for it and it, it sprang to life, boys. So now wow. I'm obnoxious, huge TV guy. Um, and, and before that, I was obnoxious, small TV guy. Like I sort of took pride in like <laughs> how not a priority television was in my life, except that I'm not that guy anymore. I love TV now. Come over and watch a game at my place. Everybody's like, ah, dude. They bring their binoculars to like sit at the sports bar. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings near you. Exactly, exactly. Um, So yeah, my my accomplishment list I think would be pretty short, but but chainsaw and ditch TV would definitely be on it. Um, What about you, Ron? What are what are your what are your accomplishments this year? Like went to. You averaged better than a conference a week. Like what? uh, What are we looking at? Fifty-two conferences. 
This doesn't feel like an accomplishment to me. Well, that, yeah, that's because you're so used to it. It doesn't feel like an accomplishment to you, right. which is why, which is why, like, I jumped at Ted going jogging because that seems like an accomplishment to me. Whereas a marathon runner is like, so what? That's yeah, not yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's something that wasn't really an accomplishment, but I think Piper would feel like an accomplishment to you is that I got to take that sabbatical this year. That was an accomplishment for the podcast, if nothing else. It was just <laughs> dude, yeah, just that fo- gave us fodder like, for months. All right, man, that was a, that was gold for po- for the podcast purposes. It was yeah, I mean, it was gold for me too. Even though I like, I didn't do anything to like get it, I just you know I I received it. So yeah, you I feel like an accomplishment an is something accomplishment. that like you you kind of you have to work for it, right? You have to do something. You have to yeah. Are you are you not familiar with America, Ron, and how things work now? You don't have to earn anything. You just have to. You just have to claim things. Remember, like, I'm an expert at something. I, there, I've accomplished it because I said it was true. Okay, well, so, cool. I accomplished my sabbatical. There you <laughs> I go. my sabbatical this year. Yeah, and if you talk about it enough, it becomes like... What have, I, what have you done this year, Big R? Oh, I did a sabbatical. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how... I mean, how... Explain, like, just the tr- challenge of that and the difficulties <laughs> of that. You know? Well, yeah. if, if you, you got to couch it correctly, you can say, like, I focused on on uh, self-care and my own well-being. I really emphasized that this year. Then it's an accomplishment. Yeah. Whereas, like, you say sabbatical, people are like, oh, you didn't do anything. But if you say, I, I did self-care, which is another way of saying I did nothing, uh, ta-da, major accomplishment. Cool. Okay. I, I did self-care January through March this year. Dude, so self-care. Look at that, like a quarter of the year in self-care. That's amazing. I had an extended period of self-care this year, guys. There you go. Man, it was hard. It was it was hard. It was rough. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to nah. I don't know how to pitch this to you and, and tell you, you know. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's tough focusing on self-care with beaches and sunshine and mountains when your Midwestern home is being blasted by blizzards. So yeah, I, I, I commend you for your accomplishment. I know. It really, it really, it was tough. It really That's was good tough self-care boys. You know, I can't even talk about it. So if we baby, have you, to... have you ever done one of these blogs? One of these, look at, look at all the books I read blogs. Have you, have you done one of those? I've never like described, I've never like gone down and said, okay, this is the three reasons why I loved Hillbilly Elegy. Like I've never yeah, done yeah. that. I've just posted a stack of books and said like I've, I'm reading these or whatever, but yeah, yeah. Um, I've never, I never would never want to take the time I think to do, to yeah. print it all out like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't really think about it, but, but also I don't really care if anybody else does it either. Cause I don't have to read it. And yeah. every once in a while, somebody will like post a stack of books and I'll just kind of, I'll look at it. And I'll be like, well, all right. I want to hear what I, he has to say about this book. So I've been thinking about that. So it can be useful to them. Sure. You know? Sure. When people post stacks of books, are they actually is that what they're actually reading, or are they just like grabbing books off their shelf and being like, "Hey, this looks impressive." I don't know. My stacks are always literally what I'm. So for me personally, when I post a stack, it's like that's what I'm diving into. Dude, you post a whatever. stack often? Are you a stack guy? Uh, I think I posted a stack during my self care. Okay, and then a uh, and then I, I posted my Christmas stack, little little self care stack. Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. I was Ronnie is much stack. more aggressive with his Christmas decoration posting than his stack of books posting. He's, well, no he's, he's not he's not a book over poster by any means. Yeah. I think you also posted you might have posted a picture uh when you got Virgil Wander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did. Yeah. again, that's a book worthy of recommendation. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, not not a lot of aggressive. Yeah, book not a lot of that Ron. this year. I mean I've I've been more aggressive with my, my book postings in, in the past. And so I you know Aside from something I need to get back. That, that back was when on. you were building. Yeah. That was when you were building your other brand, not your father Christmas brand. Right, my other brand. 
Correct. Yeah, the, like the leadership like, pastry brand. Right, that other that other brand thing that I got going on on the side besides my right. Dude, we got to yeah, focus retreat, on retreat Father man. Christmas. The yeah, guy retreat. behind the guy. Yeah. Father Christmas needs to be. We got to go all in on that brand, though. Guys, I, can't I just be the Christmas guy? I, dude, the industry is listening. I, I think like lots of dignitaries and Christian publishing, star makers, baby. People who are star makers, and you know who they are. They listen to this program. And I think they want you to be Christmas guy um, as, as much as Piper and I want you to be Christmas guy. We really want this for you, baby. Okay. Um, and we're going to get there and it's going to take, it's going to take a village. It's going to take all three of us. But, uh, but I think if we all three work together um, to make you Christmas guy, then this is a, this is a dream that we can all realize together. Um, well, I know a guy on the podcast that works for a company that publishes books. So I, I mean, you know, yeah, I don't want like, to name names, but yeah, I mean, right. I don't want to name names, but I feel like I have a little bit of a lead in there. I, yeah, Ted, maybe. I don't know. Am I, know. am I talking crazy talk right now, man? Or, you know, no, you're not, baby. You're, you're speaking my language. Believe me. I, uh, I'm, I'm said, right there with you. Said publishing representative is not ignoring this conversation. He's, he's filing things away. I mean, it's here's the thing. You have to, you have to get in the publishing cycle at the right time. It's a little late for me in Christmas this year, but if you you know if you if you do effective Christmas brand building this year, and I have to say your social posting was a real strong start because mm. like the, the cake and the cookies and the lights and the the Christmas Wonderland all just on point. Absolutely, um, it's this is a this is a proper setup for us to have conversations in early 2019, looking toward the the festive Christmas season. Oh my gosh, of, you guys! 2019. How am I even forgetting this? I've already laid down the groundwork. I have an Advent book coming out in 2019. So a little plug. Like I, a little plug. Well, I mean, yeah, there's there's the initial plug. We'll plug it more later. But like that was that was a that was a severe. Oh, by the way, yeah. No, 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 oh, it really wasn't. No, no. Way. I'm not even going to talk about that. But I'm saying like. That literally, I literally, without even remembering it, I'm laying down some groundwork right now for it. Baby, you know. Without even remembering. I don't believe that for a second. You're way too savvy for without even No, I'm not savvy. At all. I'm literally not savvy. Baby, you know what this is going to take, though. I mean, what it's really going to take to make you Christmas guy is a conference. You've got to have your own signature Ronnie Martin Christmas <coughs> conference, which means you're going to have, it's going to be hard, but you're going to have to get on a plane and book a venue, book a Noah events venues somewhere, and and host your own Christmas conf. A Christmas concert, dude. I mean, no, no, Christmas not a concert. Conference. A conference. We need we need talks. We need breakout sessions. We need reform guys telling us how to think about Christmas like this. I, I mean, who am I? Gonna, I mean, who am I going to Christmassy thing I've ever? Who am heard? I going to no, book course. for this thing? Like Jeanette Oak and like the guy that did like the the Hallmark Channel like movie, you know, Christmas mistletoe in, you know, last, I mean, like who do I get to even like speak at this thing besides me? Now here's, here's what you need, Ron. You need to do, you need to do a YouTube show built around Christmas. So like you in your Christmas cardigan by a, a roaring fire with, you know, you get, you get your, you get your nice, you get your ambiance and then you, you read, well, you could read an excerpt of, this this advent book you are working on or you could you could read like a christmas carol which is a classic mm. um any of these things and so in, and you just do it you know you do it in sections so like a chapter at a time and you you do a youtube show i think that's i think that's a, an effective brand building i just strategy. hate i just hate being filmed man maybe i'll just start my new podcast finally and it'll be all christmas you know it's going to be really hard to build a brand if you won't let people see you run <laughs> they gotta see you baby you got to sell it. You got to sell just, the dream. Just think of it as a conference, except on screen. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I just, I just don't like that. I guess I'm 
I, you know, I guess my dream is, I guess my dream is dying. Oh, Father Christmas is down. We've, we've ruined Christmas for him. By <laughs> down goes Christmas. It only yeah, took 35 go. minutes. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Baby, no, let's, we, uh, let's we, bring you back. I feel like I, it feels like Easter right minutes. now and I'm really unhappy. Baby, we're going to bring you back up and here's how we're going to do it. feels like uh, Valentine's Day and I'm just. We're going to talk about something near and dear to you because you are a resident man of the cloth. Uh, we're going to talk about pastoral entrances. So, mm. Piper, I used to I used to be a boxing writer, and as such, I used to be a real student of how the fighters would like walk into the ring and what music they'd be they'd be listening to, and kind of what would be happening in the arena and what the atmosphere was. And now, uh, thanks to our listeners reaching out, we have we have amazing listeners. They send us uh, things all the time, uh, things to talk about. Apparently, pastors have kind of gotten onto this train where the elaborate pastoral entrance has become a thing. And uh, we recently learned of a man of the cloth somewhere else, not a colleague of Ron's, who floated down to the stage to give his sermon. Um, I assume there was an elaborate system of wires and trusses and, and just things that are kind of above our pay grade engineering-wise to I mean, make or this Or just happen. the Holy Spirit. Who knows? Or just the Holy Spirit. Um, at any rate, he floated down to the stage, and uh, and and Ron is our resident man of the cloth. I want to know a what you think of this, and and you're going to say the right things there. But b, if you didn't <laughs> feel beholden to say the right things, like what would you want your entrance to be? Oh, dude, yeah. Um, you know what, man? I just want all I all I want for my entrance uh-huh. is I just want like really. I just I just want like a soundtrack playing that like just creates this epic, you know, like, you know, like, all OK, this is what I always think is funny. And I can't believe no one's done it. And people probably have done it. Yeah. But like what I always think would be kind of funny for a soundtrack for an opener yeah. is like all these like action adventure soundtracks that have a bit of mystery to them. You yeah. know how they always do this thing now where all the soundtracks do this. They do that. Gong. Gong, you know, what I mean? yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like this. It's like this alarm going off, and they just keep <laughs> yeah, like didn't, building. Didn't from that sort scene of start with Lord of the Rings? Except it was like it. it they had like it was almost like a foghorn kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, Lord of the Rings is too like soundtrack, but it, like just that whole thing where you're like, that's all the whole soundtrack is, and it's creating all this tension. I always just think, dude, that's what I want to walk out on. That'd be good. But like the let de- like the letdown <laughs> after I get up there and then say, yeah. so uh, you know, grab your Bibles and open to Galatians. You know, I mean it's gonna be just horrendous, man. That's it's great, so though. horrible. That's great. Yeah. That makes I, it even better. I want Ronnie to ride in on a reindeer. That's okay. that would be amazing. I just now I, feel, I, want, I, I feel better now. I feel like the ideas and the, the juices are starting to flow again. Thank you. Dude, I, yeah, I want I mean, Ron No, here here's what I want, Piper. In the spirit of inclusivity and equality. I want Ron in a sleigh, sitting next to a reindeer, while four like hipsters pull Ron and the reindeer in a sleigh into into like the do- ar- like dogs like, like dogs. the Iditarod yeah like the Iditarod the the hipster Iditarod <laughs> and you, the hip- yeah the hipsterod it'll who do it'll you be, think who do you think be- the four guys should be pulling my sleigh big <laughs> The four hipster guys pulling your pulling your well, I mean, Trogs will be one of them for sure. Not a hipster, but you know, we'll make a we'll make a concession. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think? I, I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but I, I know this. I know this girl named Rachel Evans. Do you think there'd be any interest? Would she? In would her? she have? A, would she have a shofar in her mouth or not? I don't I was know. Say, I, I, that would be my entrance: is Rachel the Held Evans blowing a shofar? Yeah. Um, in the corner while I while I walk in. While you yep. make your way. I mean, right. While she's blowing it, or do you want her to finish and then you walk up, Pipe? 
Um, I think she would have to finish, and then there's like the dramatic pause, and then walk in because the shofar is like the the call to something, and then there's you know once it gathers people's attention, and then I come in. So it's not like entrance music; it's like get everybody's attention music. Call to worship, man. <laughs> That's right, guys. We got to stop talking about Rachel and the shofar for reasons that I can't get into <laughs> on the program. <laughs> that would be a great entrance, though. It, it definitely would. But Piper, what other hipsters would be pulling Ron Slay? Oh man. Um well, I mean we'd have to get Judah Smith and his uh and his goggles. Yeah, he'd be um, kind of like he wouldn't really be pulling his own weight, so we'd need like a stronger one. Uh what who's the East Coast Judah Smith? Well, the guy I was with- going to say, you know, you know how speaking of the Iditarod, there's always like a lead dog yeah. and they're the ones who they, they they're the they're the alpha and yeah. also the strongest one. Uh that would be Carl Lentz. Are any hipsters oh, alphas or snap. strongest or, or ones Carl, though? Or Carl or Carl Latz as we like to Carl call him. Carl Latz, Carl Latz, I love it. Yeah, no, Carl would definitely be there. He could he could really get that sleigh up to speed. I think, you know, there's a lot of a lot of lower body strength. I mean, and, and he looks like unlike most hipsters, he looks like he's willing to uh, to break a sweat periodically. He so. looks like he's willing to break a sweat, and he looks like he's had a meal or two. Unlike most hipsters, guys, you know what? This gives me a great idea though for our next live gig. I, yeah. I want us to articulately plan out each of our dream sort of like walk up introduction wait we can get rachel the hell to evans blowing a shofar i mean we can get i mean we might be able to come to you think she'd come to the gospel we might get a we might get a recording of it i don't know she i I don't know that we could get her in the same metro area as the gospel coalition conference i might be able to get four guys to pull me up in a sled with that you know know what i want have you guys of course you have you've seen rocky four right the uh the fight where drago kills apollo creed yeah, way, you want that song? No, I want. I want where you know how Drago's like underneath the uh, the stage, and he's in the ring, and the yeah. ring itself kind of like levitates up through the stage, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like Drago's there, and you see him. Um, I want that, man. I want that to be. Is that, I want to, wait, Ivan Big Drago T, is that is that the one where he's like it, it pulls him up, and he's kind of looking around, all the lights make him all Dude, disoriented. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's all, just all kinda, yeah, he's yeah, all yeah. shocked by the spectacle that he's yeah, seeing. Yeah, like I'm not used to this because I've been like training in Siberia my in a whole gulag. Life. Yeah, because he's such a gladiator. <laughs> like, like it wouldn't occur to him to do all. Like that I've only popular. ever seen like snow and candles. Dude, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have my that exact life. look on my face too. That actually sounds like your dream life, Ronnie. Just just <laughs> seeing snow, snow and candles. And candles. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually I mean, looking at that right now. I'm looking. Maybe we need to get you into that that cabin that Rocky had in Rocky Four, and it was it was all snow and like like uh, like icicles and candles and. Um, dude, don't think I'm opposed to that. Don't dude, no, I don't. I don't think you are at all. I don't think you are at all. And um, I remember the Chipmunks Christmas album played prominently in that uh, in those scenes as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot, you know, of, a lot of nostalgia. It, that may have been the downfall of that movie. Yeah, among other things, you know, among other there there were a few things wrong with Rocky Four, but Drago's entrance into the ring was not one of them. Wait, and, what are you uh, talking about with Chipmunks? I don't remember that. What do you mean, dude? So Paulie, I've only seen the movie like 150 times because I was <laughs> I was like a child in the late 80s. So. Ted, Ted just got Loki offended that you questioned his knowledge of Rocky. Dude, yeah, Four. yeah. I mean, dude, I don't remember the respect, Chipmunks making are. an appearance. Dude, if you're Father Christmas, I'm like Father Rocky Four in the in the All evangelical right. community. <laughs> But uh, but no, like Paulie. Remember how they so they fly into Siberia to train for the fight. Um, they go into like the Siberian countryside into like this this little chalet, and it doesn't have TV. It doesn't have you know. There's no media. There's no nothing. But there's like a like a record player, and Paulie brings the Chipmunk like Christmas album because it's uh, it's winter, and he's listening right. to it like while he's playing chess with uh, right. You know, without no, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. 
you know, I mean, just a little thing you pick up with like the 75th viewing of, of Rocky IV, <laughs> you know. The but, details, the intricate details. Dude, I don't like to brag about my knowledge about it, though. That's the thing. I mean, I basically no, got I know, like, I like a PhD in it. I mean, the equivalent of that as far as like the hours I've put in. But um, I, I don't want to brag I, about it. It's not about me. It's uh, earned you about as much money as, both, as most people get with their PhDs. So dude, that's, that's true. Good. A lot of prestige, not a lot of money. I mean, everywhere I go, I kind of get that just that nod of recognition, like the, the respect that you get from it. But uh Oh, it's Father Rocky. Dude, it's Father it's Father Rocky. Dude, Father Rocky. No, I could really ride with that as a nickname. Yeah, that's I would take that. I would take that. I mean, do you think you can just be like the the, the Father Rocky for for the industry? I, mean, I, I would I would I would love to be the Father Actually, Rocky. Actually, you, you kind of are, man. What who are we fooling? You kind, of, kind got, of you got your place. I just don't got my place. Baby, I feel like it's easier for me to be Father Rocky though. Like like Christmas is a harder nut to crack, man, because it's like there's more people vying for it, you know? Yeah, I know. I Nobody wants to be Father Rocky besides me. Yeah. You know? Everybody thinks that they have a you know, they have a, a handhold on Christmas. Dude, because nobody everybody does nobody's Christmas. nobody's like grasping to be Father Rocky for. So Ted Ted has a uh Dude, a right. leg up. Right. I I do, man. I've got a I've got a, a very a very strong Drago esque leg up, but uh, you know, I mean, we'll we'll get you there, baby. We'll get you to Father Christmas. This is a group project now. You know, we got Piper involved, and um, ha- happier days ahead, baby. Chin up. Thanks, thanks for the encouragement. Yeah, chin up, baby. And and you know what we've done, boys? We've uh, we have managed to do what we always do on this program, in that we have wandered to and fro throughout these topics. Uh, we have connected with Father Christmas. We anticipate. Um, you know, lots of family photos in front of the hearth with Trogues uh, when he arrives. And, uh, boys, we've we've wandered to and fro. And uh, until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.